What's good, world? Welcome back to another episode of Cool Day Live. I am Khalil Slaughter. I got my man Brian Kelly. Always here. nearby. There he is. I'm here. I am here. I'm ready to go. Yep, we're feeling like some chatterboxes today. Some motherfucking chatterboxes. <laughs> I'm going to dive into current events because I I found a very interesting news article. Um about a Florida man, because that's the news I get. And it, it's like, this is my local news, which is which is funny. Uh, Florida Times, that's not really what it's called. It's called Newsweek. It's not my local news, it's national. But Florida man was masturbating in a Walmart parking lot. That alone, no one's, no one's shocked. It happens so often that dudes get caught masturbating in a Walmart parking lot. What made this story unique and maybe want to talk about it was I guess they they got him before he could finish. So my man was horny as hell. He grabbed the deputy's ass. Oh my god. <laughs> he grabbed while he was being arrested. He grabbed the deputy's ass and said, "Let me just feel it." Um his name was Trenton James Ritz of Pensacola. Uh and this was after four this is like at 4:30 p.m. You know what I mean? Just an inappropriate time to be masturbating at home, I feel like. Right. You know? Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. So he already got in trouble for jerking it. And then he added insult to injury and grabbed the deputy's ass. Yeah. That's a shame, yo. Some people just get that horny that they're willing to risk it all, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) He exposed his genitals and said suck on it to the officer. And what did she do? She didn't suck on okay. it. <laughs> did you suck it? <laughs> wow. But he, he got arrested. See, this is where it's like, arrest the dude for like lewd, uh, you know, for being Conduct, a pervert. Yeah. You know, arrest him on all those grounds. Right. But this guy was also arrested. I want to get the exact thing. I think it was like assaulting a police officer. Okay. Um. Oh, you know what? It was a resisting arrest. Okay, you can give him a resisting arrest. Because I was going to say, this kid went into a karate stance with his dick out uh, and started waving his hands. So, like, I wouldn't really take that as a real threat. But, yeah, you're resisting. So, so oh my goodness. they arrested wow. him. So, like, may- yeah. maybe, maybe uh, you're saying that this happens all the time at Walmart. Is there, like, an app? Is, there, is, is Walmart, like, the hot spot for the Masturbators app? You know, like, how, like, like DoorDash will have like a hotspot if you're on DoorDash and you usually go to a, a or like Pokemon Go. Like when, when, when specific Pokemons were released, <laughs> I remember everybody would go to a, a, a general area and they would find the Charizard. So I'm like, maybe was, was he not the only one? Do you think he was the only one that was there? Do you think there were other masturbators in the uh, general vicinity that probably watched I, this whole thing unfold? It was probably like still I watching like him believe. get the fucking business and they're still jerking. <laughs> oh my God. I like to believe that it was a group of them right. met on a jerking app. 
uh, someone saw the lights coming and yelled, Scar! And like roaches. He was just in the zone. Right. He said, no, 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 I can I finish. I went this far. I, I went this far. I'm <laughs> yeah. in it. I'm invested, yo. No turning back. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get, man. We live in a crazy world. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I don't know what's with people. And like I said, if, you, if, 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 if you're going to masturbate, I, I just don't understand. It's fucking hot. It's hot. We're, 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 yeah, it's it's, it's a heat we're wave right now. There's a heat wave going on, and you're in the car jerking off. As if that's not going to weaken you, <laughs> you're going to pass out in the car, and then you're going to burn to death. So thank God for the officers that arrived uh, on the scene because they just saved that man's life. He has no idea the, the fucking harm that he was doing to himself. So shout out to that deputy. So just... Yeah, just so everyone's clear, here at Cool Day Law Podcast, we are not against masturbating in public because it's gross and appropriate and children can see. We're against it because you could pass yes. out Ma- and burn to death. Major health in hazard. Your car. Yes, burn to death <laughs> with your dick in your hand. Yo, do you remember oh. do you remember when a guy mastered the truck driver in our hometown of Aston? He was at the giant. Do you remember that? And he walked. No, are you serious? This was back in like I, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm gonna check on it, but I'm pretty sure this was like 2012, 2013. Um, it mm-hmm. was like early in the morning. It was like maybe like two o'clock in the morning, and a trucker had stopped at um, Aston Giant, and he was walking <laughs> through the supermarket in one of the aisles and walked past a woman, and he was like discreetly jerking off in his pants. And when he walked past this woman, that's where he released. And she didn't find it until later on. She didn't find his semen on her until after the fact. I don't even think they caught oh. the guy, yo. But that was oh, that was pretty... The phantom yeah, shooter. yo. And it's just like, yo, you straight did a walk-by. And... Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Oh, man, I'm actually trying to look this up right now, man. Because I'm like, I need, I need specific details. Aston Giant masturbate now i hope this doesn't make sure the doors hopefully you don't find the app right right <laughs> masturbators meet giant oh no 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 of course see i put aston giant masturbate and the first thing that comes up giant cock jerk off so i'm gonna i'm gonna end this right now you know what we're not even gonna do this yo it happened <laughs> it happened okay i know that it, this happened i mean i'm sure no one doubts it we live in like fucking That's twin peaks i mean our school system alone it's just everyone that was high up in our school uh, when we were in high school is pretty much in prison now, yeah. whether it's for stealing uh-huh. money, uh-huh. drugs, or child, child pornography. Not, yeah, we know exactly who you're referring to. That son of a bitch used to talk so much shit when he saw me. Oh, if only I could have seen his face when they kicked in his door. You fucking creep. Who, Mr. Mr. Trotter? Fucking Trotter, you fucking asshole. I hope you listen to this podcast too, because motherfucker, ooh, people don't forget, yo. <laughs> I was so, I, I felt, I was, I was so disturbed by that. I was like, he's such, he was such a cool guy. And I'm like, eh. Can't keep that going. Yeah, it happens. Um, you know. It's like uh, remember the workaholics where they become friends oh, with the yeah, sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that? Uh, it's, it's a gun. Uh, sock. It's a potato gun. <laughs> <laughs> Some sand. 
Edward Furlong will be returning as John Connor in Terminator Dark Fate. Did you hear about this? Did you hear that uh, that um, Linda Hamilton is reprising her role as Sarah I did Connor? Not. Yeah, man. Apparently, this is the first um, first of many uh, Transformer sequels. Well, this is not. I'm sorry, Terminator. not the first of t- Terminator. What, what the fuck did I just say? Transformers. Transformers. That's a damn shame. I'm still thinking about uh, Michael Bay. Um, nah, but th- this is the first Terminator sequel since the second one, Judgment Day, my favorite one, that uh, James Cameron actually has his hands in. Which is, okay. that's why a lot of people are really hype about this one. They got fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger in this one also. He's 71 years old and he's playing He's he's playing his role. Uh, yeah, so John Connor will be played by Edward Furlong. If anybody can remember Edward Furlong from American History X, um, you know, of course, if only, if only Edward Norton would have got to him sooner. He was on the on the brink of turning his life around, and he met a tragic fate. But my man has got some work you know what again. I thought, <laughs> What's that? You know what I always thought was funny about uh, about American History X? What's that? Did you ever notice, like, the Nazi kids from Lenai in our school, like, loved that yes, movie? Yes, but they didn't get the fucking... They probably they probably <laughs> turned the shit off before <laughs> it ends, like, in denial. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I never understood. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any names, because who knows, they could be right. reformed now, and right. I don't remember their names anyway. But I was just, I would think of them and be like, did you, like, see that right. movie? Did right. you finish it? Because I don't know why you hold that movie to high right. regards. Yeah, I, I I still remember the first time I watched it. And honestly, bro, I've never seen a... Uh, I think that was the first rape scene I've seen in a movie. And it was very disturbing. Yeah. And I remember I was watching it with my... Uh, I was watching it with my brother and my buddy Carl, Carl Brown. We're going to drop names. Um, I, remember, I remember we were watching it. And I know deep down, I was fucking disturbed at that part. And I remember Carl, Carl was yeah. like laughing after it happened. Like, you know, at one point when uh, Edward Norton starts breaking down into tears, he's like, oh, yo, he crying, he crying right now. And it's like, what the fuck would you do? What would you do? Like, are you kidding me? This big motherfucking skinhead fucking, oh God, yo. That movie was that. That movie was something yeah. else, man. The curb stomp, all of that. I'm sorry, man. Of course, that's what I started. I wonder, I... I wonder if that movie would even affect me now. You know what I mean? Like that movie was right. so heavy yeah. when I was a kid. And I, I don't mean the message. I mean like the the curb stomp and the rape scene and like now like the movies right. that I've put myself right. through. That's probably just the advertiser. Like I, <laughs> I might even be Yeah. Like me and Jay, we were like, oh, let's watch a nice movie. Let's sit down. We like like thrillers. So we're like, let's put on Snowtown Murders, this Australian film, thinking it's going to be like the Zodiac. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a true crime story. Yo, this poor kid, this this dude, just like everyone wow. in his life raped him. Wow. I don't know why, but, but just anyone he comes in contact with rapes him. And then he befriends these serial killers, and they pretty much force him to watch them. It, it is the darkest movie that I've seen that was like, that served a purpose, you know, 
Like I've seen like dark movies that are just like, all right, right. this movie was just made in bad right. taste. So I, I just write it off and don't finish it. But like, yeah, man, what a fucked up movie. Fucking Snowtown Murders. Yeah, yo, I, uh, I I always get very deterred when I turn on a movie and they show like, mm-hmm. you know, V for violence, you know, AL for adult language. When you see that fucking R, it's like, oh, hell no. Usually at that mm-hmm. point, I'm inclined to just turn it off. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. There was a movie that came out. Um, I have to look into I forget what it was. It was about um, a prison in Thailand, was it? Uh-huh. Uh about uh it was based off a true story, uh Thailand prison fights, but they made a movie about it. Um but I remember watching that trailer like thinking, "Oh shit, this movie's going to be fucking lit." And at the end of it, at the end of the trailer, they like let you know like, "Oh, this rape scene in it." It's like, "Oh, nah, I'm good." Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a great fucking movie. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm like turning this episode into uh and that that being the theme of it, which we're not trying to go down that road, are we? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, well, good thing you're the you're the man with the uh you're the man with the, the editing software, so we can either keep this and this shit can fucking bounce like titties. So we're gonna we're gonna try something new. All right. On this week's nouns. Nice. We're just gonna do fucked up movies that shouldn't have been made. Okay. Okay, I could do it. Hell yeah. You got anything that comes to mind while I'm over here? First, get mine together. First thing that comes to mind um, is a Serbian film. Probably the most famous okay. fucked up movie. Probably one of the most fucked up movies ever made. Um, but I didn't understand it, right? Like, because I would watch it like Requiem for a Dream and be like, oh, this is fucked up, you know? And I thought I thought a Serbian film was like a horror movie. I didn't know much about okay. it. I just, I, I thought it was a horror movie and I and I knew it was like one of the fuck, most fucked up movies ever made. So I was like, I got to fucking see this. So me and Jay just started dating. Um and she came to my house and at the time I was living with my roommate and we were like, tonight's the night we're going to watch a Serbian film. So it's not a horror movie. It's a snuff film. It is, it is, oh a, it is a, <sighs> it is a movie about, uh, snuff films, I guess it's not an actual snuff film. It's, it's about snuff. Right. It's about this right. porn star that gets into snuff films. And it's just like, there's a scene where a doctor, where a woman gives birth um and the doctor takes the baby out and then rapes it um are you serious yes then there's a scene like they give him this they give him i i I tried to block most of the movie out of my head so i don't remember much of the backs like much of the stuff i think they give him a drug that makes him super horny long story short he's got to do his final film and he's raping this woman um with a blanket over her right and he's just like God, viciously yeah. aggressing aggressively raping this 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 thing and blood is pouring out of oh this white blanket and then they oh pull the God. blanket off and it's his 12-year-old son. It was it was the most fucked up thing cool. me and Jade have ever watched. Yeah, we didn't, oh, we didn't talk for like a day. And it was just it was terrible. 
That sounds awful, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's so weird. I it, I always thought it was funny when there's people out there that can watch movies like that and they're just, I guess, so desensitized to certain shit. But I watch this, man. That shit makes my fucking stomach crawl. Even you saying Requiem for a Dream. Like, I watched that one time. I, I don't understand when people are like, oh, man, I've watched that a dozen times. It's like, why would you watch it a dozen times? Like, once is enough. I've never seen The Human Centipede. Yeah, actually, neither, heard, surprisingly. Well, I actually heard that movie was pretty fucking stupid. I heard it was pretty laughable because the mm-hmm. acting was so bad. And I, I just remember, I think that movie came out maybe in 2010. I was, uh, what, 19 at the time? No, 20, 19. I was 19 at the time. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, have a, I don't have a threshold like that. Even like, I've never seen a Clockwork Orange either. And I heard that's like, that was like the start of the shit. Of, of yeah. freaky fucking movies. Nah, a Clockwork Orange. Well, here's the thing: a Clockwork Orange is all right. I think Stanley Kubrick is a hack. I don't think it's that fucked up. I mean, okay. maybe for its time period. Um, okay, dude. As far as Requiem for a Dream, so my first time fucking seeing that, I had just got arrested for, um, for drug possession. I got arrested okay. in, in, in my driveway and we were going through all this stuff and, and we were trying to figure out what I needed to do. So my dad went to his work and they gave me like this drug therapist. Um, I could tell this person had no idea what they were doing in hindsight now that I'm like actually sober and I work in the field. So she was just like, she was like a movie therapist, right? So I'm like freshly detoxing off, off drugs. Um, and she was like, you need to watch this movie. So I was like, okay. So then I, I, uh, I texted, texted this girl, Saray, that we were, that I was friends with. I said, you want to come over and watch this movie with me? And she was like, sure. So she came over, we watched it, whatever she left, dude, as soon as she left, I just break down in tears. And I was, and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom how someone would take a fragile, like freshly like emotional because i was numb for so long you know what i mean like right. i was on these painkillers that kept me numb for so long i was maybe like five days off of them still like sweating still kind of sick and it was just like it fucked me up so bad i never watched it again yeah never watched it again right i mean that's how it should be i don't know <laughs> I felt- and the thing was the the thing that fucked me up the most about it was the mom that was like the thing that like right. affected me the right. most was because like so she didn't have a her. choice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was in the one scene where she's like walking down the street and she's talking to people and they're all looking at her like, get the fuck away from us. You know, I'm gonna be a star, you know, all of this. And it was just I I, I hate movies where it's just it's just a downward spiral the whole time. Yeah. You start watching it and it's like, well, it's not gonna get better at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm actually looking at a list of of complex made uh, the 50 most disturbing disturbing movies, and I saw the Snowtown Murders was on here. I think that was just number 32, was it? Um, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that was number 34 on this list. And then as I go down to Number uh, da, 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 15. Number 15 is just a Serbian film. That's not the most disturbing no, movie. No, this is the... Oh, so this is the baby rape scene. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's awful. Oh, fuck that, yo. The Last House on the Left is on here. I saw the, the, the remake of it. And that movie, I was just so fucked. That was another one. I was so bothered by that movie. 
Um, so I've never seen the remake. I've seen the original. Okay, I see the original came out seventy two. I mean, how how good was that? I mean, not saying how good was it, but did it did it capture the? I, I, it, I don't I I don't really care for revenge movies. I don't I, I don't like sitting through rape right, scenes. Same. Yeah. Um, I I it was okay. I guess it was it was it was it was a cool concept of a movie. It wasn't executed as well as okay. it could have been. Um, just for the fact of I guess like what I. I thought it was like the family viciously tortures these people. And it, it wasn't like that, but it was still, it was an all right okay. enough movie. Okay. You know? Yeah. I guess that shit just, it was it, me. It, I have two younger sisters and I feel like I'm always not, not say I have two younger brothers also, but I guess it was something different, you know, watching the last house on the left, knowing that I have two sisters and just, you know, hanging around assholes in the, in the, in the, um, in the remake, the lead girl, um, her friend that gets her caught up in this dumb shit is actually the girl from Superbad that Michael Sarah is pursuing. I forget what her name was. Yeah, really? yeah. So she's the reason why everything gets all fucked up. Um, and I really didn't like her character from Superbad. So when I went into this and she was a uh, an asshole in this movie. It was just like, oh God, yo, like it, it, it it's 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 too much, man. And just having to see parents grieve over stuff like that. I mean, while the ending was cool, you know, the dad doesn't fuck around. He gets rid of all of these motherfuckers. But I don't know, man. I'm more of a taken kind of guy, you know. Fucking Liam Neeson, you know. Yeah. Show me the nice. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if somebody, if one of these twisted-ass directors would have done Taken, how much worse that would have been? Um, yeah. I don't even know. Like, have you ever seen, have you ever seen Polar? No, the movie Polar? Okay. It's on Netflix. It's, it's not a very disturbing film, so it shouldn't be on our list. But the one thing that I didn't, I, I really hated about it because I enjoyed most of the okay. movie, right? Um, and I enjoyed the basis of the movie. So it's pretty much about like these hitmen. Um, when they retire, they get like a shitload of money. But the clause in their contract is if they die before they retire, the company they work for gets all the money, oh, so the company no kills way. them. <clears throat> flaws, flaws to the plot line. How to? How have they not caught on yet? But that's that. that that's neither here nor there. The, the thing that I didn't care for about the movie was at one point the hitman that the movie's based on. He buys this cute little dog. Um, to take home and take care of. And then while he's sleeping, the dog moves and it startles oh, him. He yeah, wakes yeah. him up and shoots it. And it serves no oh. purpose to the film. It serves no purpose to the storyline. It's just yeah, they were there. probably like, fuck, it's not enough emotion in this. All right, let's do something that'll fucking... <laughs> that'll shake up it, the viewer. It, yeah, just throw off the whole I feel like sometimes, movie. I feel like they do that now for shock value. It's like they put these unnecessary scenes in there that have no correlation to the rest of the plot. It's just kind of like, okay, thanks for throwing that in there. Um, yeah, that's pretty disturbing. I mean, at least John Wick had a fuck. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, you killed my dog. You know, my wife just gave me this fucking dog. Now she died, and it's the last thing I have to remember her. You know what I mean, John? So, you know. Yeah, John Wick, it, 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 it sucked that they killed a dog. But, yeah, it was the whole basis of the movie. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It right. served it served a purpose. How do you feel um, about um did you see the movie It Follows? No, I haven't. What? I know. What? 
Is that still on Netflix? I own Man, it. And if it is, you should. You own it. I own it. Yeah. Bro, you should watch it. It follows. It follows was really good. It's one of those movies. I mean, you only need to see it once uh-huh. to get the, uh, you know, to get the full effect of it. I, I felt like the second time I watched it was a little boring. Um, but the yeah, I mean, it follows is a, is a pretty fucking disturbing movie. Um, and it's just interesting. Just when you think, you know, uh, no new ideas could be pumped out for horror movies without following that same standard kind of template. Mm-hmm. This dude came up with It Follows. I thought It Follows was creepy as shit, man. And it, it was pretty disturbing because it just, it's it's unsettling. And, and the idea of, you know, It Follows reminds me of like, uh, just, you know, when you have just like weird ass dreams and you can't explain shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird. It's just a weird fucking aura. And that's how I feel like it follows. I definitely recommend it, bro. Especially if you've been sitting on it. Um, get at a spin. Damn. Is that a text alert? Or is that, <laughs> yeah. is that something? Bro, and I, bro, that happened last time. I know. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I didn't, even, I didn't even put two and two together. I was actually bugging the rest of the recording. I was like, what the hell did my dogs break? <laughs> right, right, right. That was funny, yeah, because I was like, is that the... I thought it was the uh, Steve Austin theme song. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, as I'm looking at you said really fucked up movies. Requiem for a Dream is number nine on this list. Number one, apparently, is a movie called 120 Days of Sodom. Wow. Oh, God. Mm. I can yeah, only imagine. Yeah, and it's it's an Italian movie. Um, I don't know why something about certain movies when they're uh, foreign <laughs> makes it even more fucking scary. You know, yo, have you seen Mystic Fucking River, bro? Yeah. Oh my god, yo, I saw that for the first time last year. That's another disturbing ass movie. It's disturbing and, as hell, but what a fucking movie! Yeah, you know what it, I mean? it really. Uh, what, what was the uh, what's the fucking actor's name, bro? Um, the dad, oh, fuck. the dad who loses his daughter, Sean Penn. Man, goddamn, I had no idea how good of an actor this dude was. Man, I think I had to watch that to see. Like, I mean, I, I'm familiar with his work, but I think that was the first movie. I've, I've, I know a lot of Sean Penn movies, but I can't say that I've watched them, and maybe I need to because after watching this performance in that, and even Tim Robbins, you know, in the, that fucking opening scene. <laughs> With them playing and the two dudes coming up talking about their cops, get in the car, get in the fucking car. That shit is scary, man. Fun fact about that movie and uh, Sean Penn. So he actually forced a rewrite in the middle of filming. Just a slight like change of face in the middle of filming. Okay. Um, so when he finds out it's his daughter, he... One cop or two cops are holding him. Like the two cops are like holding him back. And he literally stopped in the middle of the take and was like, I am about to find my daughter like viciously murdered. Right. Two guys aren't going to hold me back. Right. Right. I need, I need the entire, like I need a bunch. I need a gang of people holding me back as I try to break through them. And it's one of the most powerful scenes in the movie. Yeah, it is. It's when That's... it's just like the the eight police officers like just like holding on to him and he's just trying to break yeah, through. Yeah, that shit made me cry. He's like, don't tell me it's my daughter down there. I'm like, oh 
my god it's so yeah. funny bro the older i get the more it's like i have no shame i cry during movies i don't give a fuck of course i'm not gonna make a spectacle of myself i don't want people to see me fucking crying but man i, I just i i'm past it i'm like i'm not at that point where i'm over here trying to be fucking macho like shit makes me fucking cry and that scene did it for me i was like this is fucked up man dude not only do i cry at movies like watching a movie have you seen um have you heard of the movie Boy Erased about the kid that's parents send him to like the gay camp? Bro, uh, I think that to, was I, I just passed away? that. I just passed that on this list, I think. So I I haven't even seen it, right? That trailer. I've seen that trailer three times and it and I and I cry. <laughs> I cry. I cry at a fucking movie trailer. I can't even say that I've seen it. I'm over here scrolling uh, up, and I'm like, I know I just saw Boy Erased. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a shame that, that it, of course, art imitates life, and it's like, it's so many people that go through that. It, it doesn't even fucking make sense. Like, pray the gay away. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, that shit looks heavy. Um, there is a movie called Hounds of Love. Okay. And it is a serial killer based movie um, about this girl that gets kidnapped by this couple and she's held hostage and they torture her and, you know, they, they rape her in, in one scene and the, they bait and switch me in the movie because I was bracing myself for the rape scene and I'm like, Oh God, here it comes. Cause I, I, like I said, it just, it's tough for me to, to watch like it is for most people right and it's just her like screaming with no sound it's like music playing and it's her screaming and then they close the door and i was like okay at least they didn't put me through the rape scene right and then 20 minutes later so the whole movie the husband is just sick of the dog he just hates his wife's dog okay the dog pisses him off he stomps the dog to death and it's one long shot of this dog yelping and him slowly, slowly kicking it to death. And it, oh my God. it absolutely, yeah. It The only reason we finished the movie was because I was like, I need this to end on somewhat of a, of a high note. Like I, if I, this is a big risk because this girl could not get away. Right and die or she could get away and it'll at least leave something. And I won't say what happens, but. Oh God. Now that nevertheless, I, do you ever watch cartoons after I'm a big cartoon guy after a movie like that? I, I usually don't. It, it, uh, it, it's funny. Cause my wife does do that. She's like, yo, we have to shift the energy. Like I can't go to sleep mm-hmm. on this fucking note, but usually she puts on ID channel, which is fucking ironic. It's like fucking forensic files. Once again, yeah. forensic files <laughs> for the win. women, women benefiting from forensic files. And I'm only saying that cause I feel like a lot of I, most people that watch forensic files, I always feel like they're, they're women that, that I know that are like, yo, forensic files. I'm like, fuck yo, really? I fucking love forensic files. Yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, his voice is so soothing. Oh, miss me with that shit. So I'm looking up, boy, you raised, bro. So that movie came out last year. And yeah. my man, Lucas Hedges, was mm-hmm. presented. And apparently his his dad directed that movie, bro. How about that? <laughs> and I think Lucas Hedges Oh, I'm is... sorry, buddy. No, I'm, I, I, I make, he's in Ben is Back. Peter Hedges does Ben is Back. Joe Egerton, Dead gotcha. Boy Erase, who I actually like a lot. Joe Egerton, he's fucking awesome. 
awesome actor. Um, Lucas Hedges was in uh, mid '90s. That was really good. Yeah, he's we the older brother. Yeah. He's the older fucking brother who, yeah, and it, it, it's fun. he was in what's it called? This dude is 22 years old. He was in. I don't know if you saw Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, yeah. Did you great see that? Movie. Great. Really good movie. Didn't really have like it didn't give me closure, which I didn't like. Um, it ends kind of like okay, well, you know what I mean. It was like you know without spoiling it, it just it was it was it was just one of the like like I, I it was it was such a build up. It was. It didn't. It it definitely didn't have the closure that you were looking for. But the thing right. that makes that movie so good and why I praise that movie so much. Is it is the most gray movie I've I've watched in a long time, and what I mean by the most gray movie is, you you start off and you're just like, okay, Sam Rockwell is the biggest piece of shit in the world. He's just he a so, scumbag. He's perfect for that. He yeah. was perfect for that role too. He he's a scumbag, <laughs> and like you 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 watch it and you're like, okay, this person's a scumbag. This person's good. This person's you know like you're 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 making these. You're, you're, you're judging the people, which, like, you do right. by their actions. Right. But throughout the movie, they just, like, everyone's character arc is, like, up and down where it's, like, okay, Sam Rockwell's actually got a decent side. To, you know what I mean? Like, okay, right. maybe he's not that bad, you know? And this yeah. person that I thought was great is kind of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, like, right. it just shows that there's good and bad in all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that movie was that movie was definitely um and even uh what's the what's the lead? Frances McDormand, is that her name? Uh yes, yes. Cause she was in she was in um Burn After Reading, I think was the first thing I fucking saw her in. And it's so funny, just you know, just just it, it's going into it, that's all I was thinking about. And then of course, 20 minutes into it, I was like, all right, I'm hooked. I guess you're not that character. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking great fucking actress. <laughs> good for you you know I, it's, it's so funny when I watch movies man and I see the real emotional parts yeah of movies with somebody screaming and they're they're making their they're, they're, they're sad and they're making that ugly sad face that comes off as genuine it's like when shit's going down nobody's checking the mirror for how they look you know what I mean yeah. your emotions are gonna get the best of you and I feel like she did that the one part when her son's trying to stop her Mm-hmm. From 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 painting on the on the billboards, and she she like yells his name, and it was like, oh, that's powerful, man. Like, she's like, yo, I have to do this. Like, don't stop me. Like, I don't know. I feel like we all over, man. There's some good fucking actors out here. But, there really uh, is. There really <laughs> is. I'm over here. I'm like, oh, what were we talking? Oh, we're talking about fucked up movies. Real quick, honorable mention. I think this may just be me. Yo, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, fucking disturbed the shit out of me. Oh, uh, I love the that Johnny Depp scene. Him getting pulled through the fucking bed. I remember I saw that shit when I was I was like twenty, bro. It was mm-hmm. the first time I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember I was like lit as fuck, and I'm watching this shit. It, it fucking disturbed me so much when you see the blood shooting out of the bed onto the ceiling, and and then what does the one cop say? He said it looks like uh, what did he say? It looked like. He said either something like it looked like spaghetti sauce with eye. What did he say? He said some shit when he was de- uh, describing it. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it in that, so long. Oh man, even the end scene when you when it's like, oh, it's the end of the movie. Cool, everybody gets away. Cool, and then she's like, wait a minute, this is still a dream. And then the doors lock, and then the car drives off, and then Freddie grabs her mom and pulls her through the fucking hole in the door. I'm like, yo, this is fucked up. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think an honorable mention I throw out, which isn't a good movie, is Mother. I haven't seen that one yet. It's I have not heard, fucking, heard it was awful. It is. Like, it's so... And uh, everyone is like, oh, you would love it. Everyone likes to call me a hipster, and it's like, I get it. I'm very hipster-esque, but like, I don't like Wes Anderson, so I kind of got my hipster card revoked like right then and there. And like, I like, I don't like things because they're trying to be artistic, you know, like, right. Yeah. It like, comes off as pretentious. Like, yeah. okay, you know you're mean? doing the most, like, calm down. Like you can convey this message without fucking having to do all this fucking, Oh, this is going to be so deep. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. this, this fucking scenery. It's like, okay, just give us a good fucking plot. Exactly. Like, moving. yeah, I love Garden State. I also love Dumb and Dumber in old school. You know what I mean? Like, like right, I, I just right. like good, good movies. But Mother just felt like it was trying so hard to be like this artistic fucking thing. And it's so deep and it's Mother Earth. And it it's unfortunate because it's got a great cast. It was just a bad fucking movie. Right. And I'm like, Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. He's the dude that did Fantastic Mr. Fox and the Isle of Dogs. You know what's weird, man? I was reading about his movies. I've noticed in Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs, which is kind of weird that, that he did Mother, right? That's the one he did as I'm yeah. looking over no, here. No, no, he didn't do Mother. Oh, he didn't do Mother. No, okay. no, no I was I just thought, giving an example of did, why did I can't guy, be a hipster. Did the guy that did uh, the Requiem for the Dream, did he do Mother, I think that was yes. him, right? Ar- Ar- yes. Arvatsky, Ar- Ar- whatever Daniel the fuck is. Daniel Ar- Ar- Aronofsky. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. Speaking of like a movie like, have you seen It Comes at Night? No. I heard it was bad, so I didn't see it. Awful. 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 Another movie when it's just like, it's called It Comes at Night. Bro, nothing comes at night. <laughs> nothing except the fucking guy that was in giant walking through that the truck driver in giant that's the only yeah, thing that comes at night. at night yeah but it was it was just fucking awful don't even watch that it was just yeah pretentious again um i don't know you said wes anderson not to not to like switch over but how do you feel about like have you seen fantastic mr fox i haven't okay did, did you see rushmore i saw rush like rushmore is the movie I like most by him. Okay. But I just like, I don't, I I don't get like, uh, like, like people watch Royal Tenenbaums and it's like eight people that are just like, meh, the whole movie. And they're like, this is, this is the epitome of film. It's like, no, it's just a bunch of people being dry for fucking an hour and a half, just like all of his movies. So apparently he 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 has a thing with his with his actors in the movie that yeah he wants them to talk like this like the yeah. whole movie They're just like talk the guy like who this. did uh fucking the lobster and uh, killing of sacred deer yo it hold on like, is the lobster is that Colin Farrell Colin when Farrell's he, in it yeah and uh, I didn't watch that movie I heard about the, I heard the premise of it and it was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is is. Uh, Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman 
are in Killing a Sacred Deer, right? Two okay. people that I have seen act, right? Yeah. I yeah. know that they are two very talented actors. Right. And the acting was terrible in this movie. It was like the, the director's like, all right, so we're going to be super artistic and art isn't good acting anymore. It's bad acting. So I want you to be a bad actor in this. Oh, God. And it's just like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, I hate to see good talent just go to waste like that. Um, almost like, fuck, like Tom Hardy and Venom. It was like, dude, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? You're fucking Tom fucking... I felt like uh, like Danny McBride and This Is The End when he's talking to Jonah Hill. Like, yo, you're not, you know, you're a fucking actor now. Like, you need to come with it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fatalities. Oh, now that was good. <laughs> he's like, oh, that one was good. <laughs> Let's go into I'm Afraid. I'm Afraid. This would be a quick one, but uh, I'm fucking afraid of raccoons, man. <laughs> Is it I because they have fingers? They, yeah, they're like little people. <laughs> they you are. know what I mean? So, and that bothers me more, right? Because like an alligator, I'm afraid of alligators, right? But like right. if someone was like, yo, I'm going to kill the alligators around their neighborhood so they don't bother us anymore. I'm like, you know what? Cool, because they're they're evil. But right. raccoons, it's like, you can't kill a little person. That's just a small person who right. eats trash. But the the thing is, every time I see a raccoon, so I used to live in an apartment complex where you didn't have a parking spot, right? Okay. So very uh, often, you have to walk, I would take that walk I, of shame. Take that walk of shame to my apartment. Uh, and there was always a family of raccoons. And it's like, yo, I could be minding my own business. But if I walk past the bush where baby raccoons were and the mother saw that and saw me as a threat. Right. She's chewing my face off. Right. She's literally, she can gouge my eyeballs out if she wants to. Ah, no, 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 no. And I used to be afraid of <laughs> possums, but I found out possums never attack. Right, right, which is fucked up because I see a fair share of videos of people fucking with possum and all they could do is like, you know, do their little uh, fucking, I don't know if is it a screech or whatever they do. They open up their mouth and they try to scare yeah. you to bet. And it's like, oh, but they won't pop- actually bite you. Right, right. <laughs> Motherfuckers yeah, out here it's... domesticating them now. It's like kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Or no. is it? I don't, I don't know. do that. Yeah, because I, I, I actually looked into overcoming my fear of raccoons of like, I was looking into getting a pet raccoon or a pet skunk. Um, but then it was just like the juicing with the squeeze. And anyone that wants to have an exotic pet, I want you to compare. This is what I do when I'm like, oh, I want to have an exotic pet is you, you have to compare their lifespans, nature versus domesticated. Right. Because like even bats, right? Like if you had a pet bat, I think it's like they can live 60 years in nature but the average lifespan domesticated is like two to three years. Oh, wow. So you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny because like it was like the pro, like if you got a skunk, right? Other than like its lifespan's not good and it's still like a wild animal. But like one of like the, the, the cons of it is a pro to me, which is like they steal your shit and they hide it in their bed. And I think that's just so funny. Like it's like one of the cons of having a skunk is 
your books and your remote and your stuff and you go missing. And I'm like, man, this could be like an ABC sitcom. It's me and my skunk. You know, and I, and I go, I go to grab my remote and it's not there. And my skunk just like kind of puts his hands up like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I put my what? hands on my hips with a, with a yeah, nod with and the smile. Finger. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yo, they still fucking, they still shit. So skunk still yeah. shit now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the sitcom would be called Bob and Stinky. But here's the twist. Stinky is the name of the person. Oh. And Bob is the name of the skunk. <laughs> Bro, put a patent on it. Somebody's going to steal it. Somebody's going to make patent your pending. money. Yeah, for real. That's fucking awesome, yo. Yeah, raccoons are, are definitely... I mean, anything, any nocturnal animal fucking freaks me out. I remember um, I went out back to throw trash away. And and fortunately, I mean, my trash cans are in the back of the, in, in the driveway of my house. Um, but fortunately, I came out in time to see this big fucking fat raccoon climbing into the trash can. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so I at, at the time, I was kind of like, all right, I have to take the trash out because I already took the motherfucker out the can and I'm not, you know what I mean? It's like, especially like when it's a struggle, sometimes those uh, Febreze, Glad, uh, what the fuck are they called? The uh, Force Flex. Sometimes they don't they don't flex as well. So sometimes they fucking tear. So once I get that bitch out mm. the can, it needs to go outside. But I saw this big ass raccoon going in there and I run back in the house and I grab a broom and I run out there and I tap the the what's it called? I try to scare the shit out of it and I tap the uh the trash can lid like three times, you know, with it and of course I run like twenty paces back and the fucking raccoon just kinda lifted the lid open and kind of looked around and just went right back in there. So I was like, I guess this trash, I might as well just leave this fucking bag outside. Like it's fair game. Now you can just come over here and fuck this <laughs> shit up. But, um, yeah, man, I definitely hear you with, with, with raccoons, man. And especially after Harold and Kumar, man, what did it, what did it was the Harold that got bit in the neck. That was oh. fucking, yeah, that was fucking, uh, oh God. And then Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. was the gay nurse. That was funny. We don't have any <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> Classic Ryan. Dude, what a funny fucking movie. That movie's great, man. It's great. It's 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 so funny how I definitely uh, re- revamped the hype around White Castle, which I still don't think is a great fucking, it's not that, that good. It's not that good. But um, I guess it did, uh, Kind of, kind of uh, reinvigorate the whole, you know, taking a random impromptu trip somewhere. Oh, let's just go to fucking Jersey. Let's drive somewhere. That's how it used to be with me and uh, the fuck was it called? Uh, fucking spot out by like Unionville. It's not Wawa, but it's blank. And of course, I'm drawing a blank. Sheets? Not sheets. Nah, not quite sheets. Not that Rut- south uh, yet. Rutters. <sighs> No, it's something something farms maybe. Oh, oh, Swiss farms. No, there was one in media. Nah, not Swiss farms, bro. Nah, not Swiss farms. Not Cumberland farms. It was called. And this is why it sounds like this. It's like, hello, just don't even bring the shit up, especially when you're on the air. Like, why do I do these things to myself? Anyway, yeah, raccoons are scary as fuck, bro. But they you are used to funny drive as to shit. Unionville? Um, How no, far was that? Unionville is probably, well, when we were living in Delco, Unionville was probably 45 minutes to an hour away. 
but I would just try. okay that yeah I mean it wasn't it sense. wasn't that far but I remember it was actually the first time uh, it was when I bought my first vehicle which was a '94 Chevy Blazer mm-hmm. and I ended up driving out there just because I fucking could but there were no raccoons there so once again here goes Khalil striking out. But meanwhile, I'm looking up Raccoon Family on Google and they have the uh, shit people ask tab. And one of the mm-hmm. questions is, is a raccoon in the dog or a cat family? Because <laughs> it has to be one or the other, right? If you're not black, you're white, you know? Yeah, it's like Adam and Eve, dog and cat. And we all came, we were all birthed from those four things. Right, right. Climb up the family tree. You're either Adam and Eve, or you're a dog and cat. Right. We're just bringing facts to you guys. <laughs> it's like it's like teaching in Delco, where it's just like anyone is either white, black, Mexican, or Chinese. That's it. Right. That are the that are the four races, and then then we're in fifth grade, and nine eleven happens, and we're like so. Is a Muslim uh, Mexican or oh Chinese? My God. Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know. Let's bring out our four-page textbook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, That brings us to Today in History. Ooh, Today in History. We're going back to true crime. July 29th, 1976, in New York City, the son of Sam kills one person and seriously wounds another in a series of attacks, in the first of a series of attacks. Um, so David Berkowitz, he's also known as the son of Sam and the 44 caliber killer is an American serial killer. He, uh, pled guilty to eight separate shooting attacks that began in New York city during the summer of 1976. Uh, he used a 44 caliber bulldog revolver. He killed six people and wounded seven others by July of 1977. So the reason he got his name, son of Sam was he made a lot of statements and, and reasons why he committed his crimes. Uh, but one of them was he claimed that his neighbor's dog contained the soul of a 6,000 year old man named Sam. And he told me to kill through the dog. Right. Uh, but like the thing that you start to find out is that people initially thought that like the son of Sam was schizophrenic. Uh, but it's kind of been dis- disproven because like most of his symptoms are just like, li- like no one really believes the stuff he says. Like he also said that rich girl by Hall and Oates led him to commit the murders mm. like in a, in a right. Manson style right. type Filter, like, thing. Yeah. But his first murders, like the, the, his murder spree started a month before the song came out. So that was easily disproven. Um, one thing that they do believe is he, the reason that he targeted young women in their twenties um, that had long dark hair was the only sexual encounter he had was, was while he was serving in the army. He, he was with a Korean prostitute and she gave him VD. So the only time he had sex, he got a sexually transmitted disease. Hmm. Um, crazy way that he got caught 
was this lady was walking her dog, right? All right. She saw this man approach her. She immediately got nervous. She ran inside, but was watching him out the window. And she saw that he got into this car and drove off that a cop just happened to give a ticket to because he was parking illegally after one of the murders. So she held on it for a few days and then called. And then that actually led him to wow. catch the son of Sam. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could only imagine how fucking freaky that was for people living in fucking New York at that time, man. Like, <laughs> didn't, yeah, it's uh, insane. Somebody made a movie about him, right? The Summer of Sam. Was that, was that Spike Lee? Spike Lee did um, Summer of Sam. Which was a I I really like Summer Sam I liked it and it's it's kind of how I feel like Once Upon a Time right. in Hollywood right is gonna be like the Son of Sam was kind of like right. a secondary story right. in the Summer of Sam, uh, yeah I enjoyed like I don't know man I, I I think that movie got a lot of shit reviews it did but I <laughs> I really I really enjoyed it right. Yeah, I mean, especially with uh, you know, Spike always casting some good people. I love when he puts uh <laughs> John Totoro. It's one of my favorites. Apparently he was yeah. the dog in that. <laughs> he was Harvey the dog. <laughs> but uh but yeah, yo, that 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 shit is it's funny because it reminds me of do you remember the DC sniper? Yes. You remember when I was going on? I lived in Philly at the time, and I remember we were, of course, being kids and just being dumb, but I remember we were fucking terrified. We were yeah. like, oh, shit, like, he's going to fucking get us, thinking that we were something special. <laughs> oh, shit, he's going to fucking show up here at Harambe Institute of Science and Technology and fucking snipe one of us. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, it's fucking but scary. But that's just how... It's crazy how we like I. My family is always dumb. Like we're to this day, we're dumb like that. We're like we think that we're the target of anything. Right. Like when something serious happens, like what do they get us? Like I even got a text from one of my family members uh, because I was playing around with that face app thing. Right. And they were like, "Well, you might have." You, you know, you just agreed that the Russians can have access to all your photos, and you gave them access to your phone, and like. I didn't even care enough to read the fine print to see if that's accurate or not. But it's like, yo, CIA, Russians, go ahead, spy on me. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm bored and it's my life. Right. So someone watching my life is going to be 10 times more bored than I am. So if you want to sift through my nonsense on my phone or you want to listen through my echo, you know, like I'd I'd rather have you hear me talk about what flavored ramen noodles are better to my fiance yeah. and me be able to tell you when to turn my TV on and off. I don't care. Right. Go ahead. Target me all you want. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with, with uh, the DC snipers, but this is where we got today. Yeah. Nah, yeah. People want to be the center of some shit. Oh my God. Oh, I'm next. Like, no, you're not. No, nobody gives a shit about you. You're yeah. nothing. You don't matter. You're like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like nothing. <laughs> and here's the thing. My family is so concerned about like, what if we get hit next? When 9-11 happened, I was one of two kids left in the classroom. Everyone's parents came in and took them out Are early. My parents were like, yeah, I didn't get pulled out of school. What? No, I'm just yeah. saying the fact that people got pulled out of school. I'm pretty sure I went to school that fucking day. 
Yeah, I mean, we all did, you know, and you weren't even here. Like right. you kind of if you would have got pulled out of school, you kind of would have made sense because yeah. they hit New York, they hit Washington. There's a lot of like maybe not government buildings as much, but like there's a lot of history in Philly. There's a lot of stuff that they could do that right. would Fuck that, up that would bill. affect all of America. Right. You know, if they targeted Philly. That'd be fucked up if they blew we, up the bell. Yeah. We Sign. would get like <laughs> we would get like bottom of the news. You know, like those scrolling text. That's what would happen if Aston got hit with a terrorist right. attack. It is right. a waste of a plane to right. hit Aston. Oh yeah. Also, did you guys hear about Aston? <laughs> Aston got yeah. blown up. Uh, uh what the fuck is Aston? Yeah, right. Aspen? Aspen? <laughs> so do you know how uh Pennsylvania is set up uh split between cities and countries. Yeah, Aston is neither. It's just like a, a weird cross between. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's great, yo. <laughs> Fucking Aston. Uh, yeah, man. So that's it, man. So cool they love, so cool they love.